Okay, my friends, have you ever wondered about how books are made? I mean, like really, truly wondered. Because I have often wondered, and I have got some exciting news for you. Um, I, I have a maybe slightly pretend book. Well, it's a real book, but a slightly pretend story in this book about how a book gets made. So, brace yourselves for some very silly but possibly true things to be read to you and they are in this book which is called how this book was made it is by mac barnett and adam rex did the pictures and it's going to be read today by mommy and what's your name transformer bumblebee z transformer bumblebee z and mommy are you ready transformer bumblebee z Let's do this. Okay. Mac Barnett, how this book was made. Here we go. At first, this book wasn't a book. It was an idea. Did you know that's how books start? You have to think something up. Ideas can come at funny times. Uh, in this picture... When did he get the idea for the book? What's he doing? He was sitting at a table with a lion. Uh, is that a lion? Yeah. Are you sure? Tiger. A tiger. Yeah, that's what you meant. He's arm wrestling a tiger. Have you ever arm wrestled a tiger? No. I don't think you can. I think it's a terrible idea. Let's see what happens. When I had the idea for this book, I went to a quiet place and I wrote... I wrote from early in the morning until late at night. It was very hard work. Soon, I had a bunch of words on paper, and those words were a first draft. That's what you call it the first time you try to write something. Okay. The first draft of this book was not so good. Neither was the second draft or the third. Or the twelfth. The twelfth? He wrote twelve different. Oh my goodness. But writing lots of drafts is a useful part of the writing process. For instance, when the tiger came back for revenge because I beat him in arm wrestling, I burned those drafts to scare him away. What? My friends. The bit about the draft is quite true. The bit about the arm wrestling a tiger, I don't know about that. I worked and I worked, and with the 21st draft was done, I sent my words to my editor in New York City. An editor tells you what parts of your story are good and what parts you need to fix. And she is like a teacher. Only she works in a skyscraper and is always eating fancy lunches. Wow. Those things are also true. And in the picture we can see his editor. What is she eating? A rose? That is very fancy. And she's got a crown like a princess? I don't know. 
my editor called me and said, I love this, this is perfect. Now here are all the things you have to change. And she sent me back, this, she sent the story back to me and I took some of her advice and I ignored some of her advice. And then I sent the story back to her. Oh, oh boy. This is a lot of back and forth, right? She sent the story right back and asked why I had ignored some of her advice. And I said, I didn't think they were good ideas. And she said, I thought they were great ideas. And I said, well, let's agree to disagree. And she said, let's agree with me. And I said, you're not the boss of me. And it went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you suppose these two people might get along better if they find a way to compromise? Yeah, like... I think if they keep it up, they'll have a fish fight here in this last detention. I agree, you guys. We gotta find a way to make you guys get along. Okay, um, so back and forth they went until most of the United States of America was crossed out. Because it looks like he lives, I'm gonna guess, in San Francisco, and she lives in New York. So back and forth this book went, making lines across the country because uh, San Francisco is on the left or the west coast of the country and New York is on the what is this right side mm-hmm. yeah. yeah the right yes. mm-hmm. the like, east side like, correct correct every single second of their life yeah and the whole country now has all these red lines and many Americans were not happy about this. Eventually, my editor loved all my words, and I loved all my words. Even the tiger, who had returned with a posse, loved all my words. And do you know what it means to have a posse? That's a fancy word for a group of people that go with you. A group of friends or people that work with you, that want to help you. I have finished writing. But the book was still not a book. The book needed pictures, so my editor in New York sent them to an illustrator in Arizona. And it took the illustrator a very long time to draw all the pictures for this book. I don't know what he was doing all that time, but he must have been working very hard. And what is he doing? Playing cards. He's playing with cards? I don't know about that. I sat around and waited. And, uh, what's he doing while he's waiting? He's growing a great beard. He's growing a long gray beard. Hold on, hold Finally, the illustrator sent all of his artwork to New York, and his art and my text set in a, sci- a skyscraper waiting to be printed. Now, the fastest way to get this book to bookstores and libraries would be to print it nearby in New York or Philadelphia or maybe even Miami. Now, these are all cities in the United States in various places. Philadelphia is in Pennsylvania. Miami is in Florida. But this book was printed in Malaysia, which is on the other side of the planet. It's in Asia. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Malaysia, where contraptions called printing presses rumble and steam. A lady put the words 
and the art into one side of the machine and out the other end came this book. I don't know what it does in the middle. I guess it rolls around thump, thump, thump and things kind of stick on each other and glue and all kinds of sound effects like that. Yep. And then there's your book. And then another book and another and another thousands and thousands of books. This book was buried below a great pile so tall you could see it from space. Astronauts looked down at Earth that day and saw a stack of books and the Great Wall of China right next to each other. And they smiled and then they floated around a bunch while eating astronaut ice cream, which as it turns out, is freeze-dried and kind of crunchy. But actually see the bottom. You can, it's true. What an interesting picture. Does that actually, if that actually happens, Mm. all those books would be flying away. They would because there's no gravity in outer space. I'm pretty sure some of this, I'm pretty sure some of this isn't real. Let's see. But that's science and this is literature and At last, the book was ready to be read, and it needed to get to the United States as fast as it could. Of course, the fastest way would be to put them on a jet, but this book got put on a boat. A slow boat took all the books across the sea, and the journey was dull until the pirates arrived. Oh my goodness. The pirates swarmed the boat and quickly overran it and they tied up the crew and stole the captain's keys and the lead buccaneer kicked the hatch to the ship's hold open and the pirates held their breath and imagined their treasure but there was no gold inside. Just books. And pirates don't read. They only know one letter. What? R. <laughs> okay, so they sailed away. And when this book came into harbor, it was put on a truck. And the driver put the truck into gear and drove down the highway. And he braked hard for a tiger crossing the road. And this book fell out the back. And an eagle swooped down and grabbed this book for her babies to eat, not to read. Eagles don't read books either, do they? No. And she ripped out a corner, but her chicks didn't like it, and they pushed a book out of their nest. And you can see where the tear was in this picture. My friends, it's impressive. Now, this book briefly served as a roof for a toad until it was picked up by a dog and then brought back to its owner who lost it that night in a bad hand of poker. Why are you playing poker? That is no good, my goodness. Uh, Okay, so they lost it to a truck driver whose load was one book short and so he made his delivery to a woman who put it on the shelf next to many other books and this book waited and it grew a long gray beard just like our friend who is still sitting on top of his mountaintop waiting and now his beard goes and I yeah down 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 long 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 
and the tiger waited and his posse waited and the pirates and the astronauts and the editor waited and the illustrator and the old lady and her dog waited and the truck driver and the angry ink splattered Americans and the family of eagles and the people in Malaysia they waited we all waited here in this book which is practically bursting just waiting for someone to open it because a book can have words and pictures and paper and tigers but a book still isn't a book not really until it has a reader this book has a reader does this book have a reader yeah we are we are reading it ah, and then you came along and me and how wonderful. And you read this book through to the very last page, which was how this book was made. And I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it. This book was brilliant. And it pretty much tells you how a book was made. Yeah, I mean, aside from the tigers and the pirates and the astronauts and stuff. What'd you think? You want to make a book? I no. think it's I think it's lots uh, no, of fun. No, 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 no. no. Because not... then we would have to send it across the country. You would back and forth and back and forth, and then everybody would be upset because they'd be all covered in red ink. Or maybe, maybe you could just make it for me. That's a thought. But either way, we want to say. The kapa, the kapa? Yeah. Oh, merciful heavens. The end. Thanks so much for listening to today's story. If you wanted to get a copy of this story, I have got a great tool I wanted to make you aware of. You can pop over to amazon.com slash shop slash storytime with Philip and mommy. And you will see I've created a list for every month of the year. And in each list, I have put links for every story that we have read in that month. So you can easily find a link to the story so you can purchase it for yourself. And of course, this all goes to um, help support our, our podcast so we can get new materials. And of course, don't forget, you can also pick up your copy of the Storytime with Philip and Mommy book, The Sprightly Sprite and the Dragon Dragon. And of course, we always hope that you guys enjoy our stories. And we want to say thank you so much for listening.